Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the world. Welcome to the Cliff Ravenscroft Show. Here's your host, Cliff Ravenscroft. Welcome back, my friend. I am so delighted to have you here. And I'm excited about this next season of my life that I will continue to share with you authentically and transparently as it unfolds. Of course, that's what I've been doing for the last nearly two decades in this podcast. And I believe something new is on the horizon. This is something that I've been dreaming about for myself for the past couple of years. A lot of conversations have happened privately. And for those of you who have been listening to this podcast over the past, let's just say two or three years, you've probably picked up on some subtle clues as to what might be coming in the future for me. Now, I want to speak for just a moment to those of you who have been listening to this podcast for, let's just say, more than 10 years. And for those of you who are new, I think you'll pick up the context of this conversation as I speak to this audience. So many of you have been listening for more than a decade, and you remember how when this podcast originally started, It was originally called Podcast Answer Man. It was started, I believe, in December 2006. I I, I don't remember that accurately off the top of my head right now. But when I started this podcast, I was an insurance agent. And I had a dream that one day I would be able to find some way to make a living doing what I felt most called to do in this world, which was to encourage people through the content and conversations that I was having with them through this medium of podcasting. It wasn't necessarily the medium of podcasting in and of itself, but it was really the the dream of mine to have a significant impact and influence on the way that other people experience life. In, in essence, helping them get out of the struggle of suffering, out of the guilt, the shame, the fear, the worry, the anxiety. Now, the problem is, is when I started this podcast, I didn't think that making a living from doing such a thing was possible, and not to mention the fact that, well, and, and and we all have heard this term by now, I'm sure, imposter syndrome. I had so much fear, worry, doubt, self-condemnation and self-criticism that I'm like, ah, I, I, there's just no way. I'm not ready for this. I, I, I still have so much to learn. But yet it did not keep me from having the dream. And that's the important thing. I knew somewhere deep in the recess of, of my heart that I knew I was put on this planet to encourage others to help others break free from anything holding them back from the life that they truly feel called to live in this world. So I did the best thing that I could, which was to find a way to free myself from the daily obligations of a job that had become clear to me, that had become a distraction from what I most wanted to do in the world, spending 40 to 60 hours a week as an insurance agent, um, there was a time in my life when I thought that that was in alignment with who I was created to be, and I've talked about that in the past. But when I saw the bigger opportunity to have my voice impact a much larger audience, or maybe not just a larger audience, because I got to tell you, I've gotten caught up in that that whole malaise of thinking and trying to achieve and, and all these other things. And it's not necessarily about having a larger audience for me as much today as it is about having a much deeper 
level of connection with said audience. Building a deep rapport and trust with someone to where when we have a conversation, mountains are moved. That, that, that's, the, that's the metaphor that I will use. Mountains are literally moved. Things that they thought were un, impossible before, as a result of having rapport and trust built with this individual, a single conversation could take the improbable, although they called it the impossible, and turn it into reality. I love that. And and so I knew that that's what I wanted to do, and I wanted to have more free time to create all this content, but I needed to somehow replace that income as you know insurance agent. So the logical thing for me to do was to take this one thing that people were asking me about all of the time, my zone of excellence, which was the, my technical skills on how I figured things out, how I learned software for audio editing and website software for publishing content to the web and coding RSS feeds and audio equipment, all of that stuff. And I would take all of those technical skills and I would hire it out. You could have access to me and I will teach you these things and I can help you launch a podcast and thus started Podcast Answer Man, this podcast originally. And that worked for an incredibly large period of time I'm incredibly thankful for all of the lessons I learned along the way, the things it taught me about business, about relationships, about love and service, the things it taught me about fame and arrogance and pride, the things it learned that I had learned along the way. It's just, wow, what an incredible 10 to 12 years that my life was spent identified as the podcast answer man. Yet, many of you know that beginning in mid-2015, I began to experience an incredible amount of unrest. I had reached the highest levels of success in the industry that wasn't even my ultimate aim or goal. My ultimate aim and goal was not to be the podcast answer man. My ultimate aim and goal was to put food on the table and have enough free time to create this content that I feel called to create so that I can have meaningful conversations with people that will radically transform the way they see the world and experience the world to free them from anything that's keeping them from living that life that they feel deeply within the recesses of their soul being called to live in this world. But yet here I was, Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man, director of podcasting for Blog World, New Media Expo, and and I'm hanging out with all these industry leaders and, and uh, the, the people that I've had as clients that are influencers and just the myriad of floods of new clients that came in every time I helped an influencer who had an audience in the hundreds of thousands launch a podcast and then the percentage of those audiences who wanted to launch out a pod, launch a podcast and and the people that I had helped launch that podcast said you should learn from the guy I learned from and they sent those people my way and and that just built upon itself upon itself and upon itself and I was getting this sounds crazy I was becoming more and more profitable every single year. I thought that's what I wanted. It was a dream that I had. Oh, you know, if you could just have all of this money floating in, that would be great. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, another thing that was happening, I had all this fame. People around the world were talking about me all of the time. This, I thought that's what I really wanted. Of course, along with the people who loved me came a few people that hated me. And wow, am I incredibly thankful for the people who were my most obnoxious haters. So many valuable lessons learned from that. Wow. And and maybe I'll do an updated talk on what I learned from my haters. And yeah, because... Yeah, that that would be that would make a powerful episode now that I think about it. I'm, I'm already outlining it in my head, but I'm gonna just put a pin in it 
right there. I just stuck it up on the pin board in my mind. <laughs> it, you know, the one that I'll never look at again, probably. But anyway, it'll, it'll come up if it's important. So, but I, as I was becoming more and more popular, more and more profitable, I felt more and more backed into a corner, more and more put into a box. Cliff Ravenscraft. Oh, that guy? He's the guy that helps you launch a podcast. Oh, you've got a buzzing noise in your podcast? Let me tag Cliff Ravenscraft for you. Oh, you you need to figure out what kind of cable? I don't know. I bet you you could ask Cliff Ravenscraft. And all day, every day, my world began to get tied up into answering those technical questions related to podcasting. But the thing is, is I was incredibly good at it. I was excellent at it. But what happened was I built myself a career that paid the bills and beyond paying. I mean, it was incredibly financially profitable. But I had built a career where my income was tied to doing things that weren't my greatest gift to the world might be in a weird way to phrase it, but that's what it I would say is my greatest gift of who I am that makes me uniquely me is not my technical skills related to computing and technology and podcasting. But my my greatest gift is the way that I think, the way that I see the world. Matter of fact, Michael Hyatt said it best when I interviewed him, and I always keep this queued up here on my soundboard because it reminds me of just how much of a transformation I made in my own mind years after he said this statement. Well, I've told you before, this is why I listen to your podcast. You know, it's not, it's not because I need more technical information on podcasting right now. I mean, the way I'm doing podcasting doesn't really require anything of me technically. I just listen to you because I like the way that you think about life, how you approach the problems you're trying to solve, and just your voice. So I, I, you could be talking about anything and I'd be interested. And that clip right there from many years ago had a profound impact in the way that I began to view myself and my gift to the world. Wow, the, what you're saying, Michael, there in that clip, that's why I left my career as an insurance agent. I mean, there was a time when people were coming to me at the insurance office not to buy a policy, but to learn more. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but it, it people were coming there for conversation, and and it was kind of getting in the way of the profitability of that of that business. And that certainly began to happen when I was podcasting, and the the, the conversation started to roll in nonstop around the clock from all over the world, and. Those conversations that were coming in via email and social media, they were important to me, those conversations, well beyond how much will it be with a 250 deductible versus a $500 deductible. And oh, by the way, I left my proof of insurance cards that you faxed to me at the office. Um, can you fax them here to the courthouse? I mean, that that was really my day, it seemed like most days. I mean, I'm probably exaggerating, but it's it felt that way. And so I left all of that so that I could have this career that would allow me to do this content and to have these conversations with people. And before too long, I got so successful at doing this thing to pay the bills and so profitable that it started to eat up all of the margin in my life and kept me from doing the things that I felt most called to do in this world. And what do you do when you've built a profitable business? Well, what I did eventually was shut it all down. <laughs> and and so this this process of getting to the point where I'm like, okay, I just don't know how much longer I can do this. It started in mid-2015. And then in 2016, I began to talk about it here publicly in the podcast. And I think it was right around that time frame that I changed the name of this podcast from Podcast Answer Man to The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. And that's when I began to study a lot of Tony Robbins materials and a lot of other related products and services from him and others who are people that are in this space of helping people transform the way they experience life through personal and professional development. 
And I'm like, oh, maybe that's what I, sh- I want to do. And so I made this pivot to Mindset Answer Man. And it's like, I want to help you with your mindset. And I've been doing that. And it took me, it was a transition, transitional period. And one of the things that I wondered was, oh my gosh, I know that I've proven that I can get paid incredibly well to answer people's technical questions related to podcasting or to help them launch a podcast when they have no technical skills whatsoever. I know that I can get paid incredibly well to do that. But I wonder, is it possible? Would anyone be interested in hiring me for mindset-related conversations? Would someone be interested in hiring me if they knew they could not ask me any questions related to podcasting? So I began to test the waters. And I'll never forget, I put out my first option out there was a $3,500 package. And I said, for $3,500, this is what you get. You get six months of one-on-one coaching with me and we will meet, and I think it was once a month, or it might have been twice, I don't even remember, but it, it was for six months, whether it was once a month or twice a month, but we would we would meet for six months and it would be $3,500. But the only caveat is we will not bring up the word podcasting or anything technically related to podcasting. I, I just want to see if there's anybody out there in this audience that would be interested in talking to me about life, business, mindset. And to my surprise, I, I had a limited number of slots that I would open up for this package. I sold out within one week of putting that out there. And it it was a massive success. I did that for six months, worked with each of those clients one-on-one. Many of those clients went on to become recurring clients after that. In fact, I've got one client that was a part of that that has probably invested well over $70,000 with me at this point, $60,000, $70,000 over the years. And the amount of transformation that's happened in this person's life makes that a worthy investment for them. And and it's been incredible. I, some of, and I, matter of fact, another client's coming to mind. Anyway, <laughs> needless to say, it, it was an overwhelming success and I'm, and it was my first test. I wonder, I wonder if people would hire me for this. So then I'm like, okay, well, that's great, but I'm still making, I, I, I'm still making more money as the podcast answer man than I am in that. So I came back to my audience six months later and I said, hey, I'm ready to take on my next round of new clients. I'm offering a similar price but the package is different. In it's still $3500, but it is a 3 month package. And I, I again, I don't remember if it was once a month or twice a month. I, it, it doesn't matter, but the reality is is that I wanted to see if if people would pay double what I, the the previous clients had paid. I had a limited number of spots available. Again, I put that out as a podcast episode and to my surprise, I've sold it all out within one week. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's amazing. And I served those people for the three months and some of them continued on. And every single one of those people from the first test to the second test absolutely had massive transformation. Exactly what they wanted. Most of them said, I got more out of our first one hour together that would have made it worth the the investment that I've made for the entire six months or three months. So that was my experience. I did that test. And then, of course, that led me to then try some, well, let's try some live workshops, which I did here in the Next Level Studio. And those were incredibly successful. And then we did, you know, other things and I'm learning more. And I started the Next Level Mastermind after shutting down podcasting A to Z after reading The Big Leap, and, and it, it was there was a beautiful transition that took place. So some of you have been around long enough to know that, gosh, there was a time when Cliff was podcasting as a hobby, and I watched him create a transition from insurance guy to the podcast answer man. 
And then some of you have witnessed, you know, back in two, from 2015 through late 2017, you saw the evolution of Cliff Ravenscraft from Podcast Answer Man to Mindset Answer Man. And some of you have been listening very closely and you're a ver- very aware of the fact that some things are on that have been happening behind the scenes here. I've been talking about this. My, my own faith journey has deepened in ways that I never would have expected. And that has been something that has been the, the common threads th- all the way back through my childhood. I've told my story, the overall story of Cliff Ravenscraft, countless times in podcast interviews, several times in the archives of this podcast. And for those who have heard my whole story, you know that I always talk about there are a couple of things to know about me. One, I'm an early adopter of technology. Um, and, and, And one of the other things is that I'm a very faith-driven person. I can't remember what the other one is. So, but yeah, they're, they're, but those are the two things that that have been this common thread for me. An early adopter of technology, but the biggest thread, and it all the way goes back to when I was, it goes all the way back to when I was a little kid, is my faith journey, my connection with God, my desire to know God more intimately and to be of service to others in a way that I feel called to from my connection to God. I've talked many times about the fact that when I was 18 years old, I was still in high school and and I became one of those zealots at the time. I was somebody had once written my uh, yearbook, Cliff Ravenscraft, most likely to become the next Billy Graham. Uh, I don't know about that, but they certainly were picking up on my zeal for my faith, which I carried on my sleeve openly. Then in 1996, shortly after I got married, I felt a call to full-time ministry in my life. And I've told this story many times. I'm not going to go through the entire story now, but I I will say that I ended up fulfilling that. I I believe that today I am very much involved in full-time ministry. It just looks a lot different than what I was told it looked like. But this faith element, if you have listened closely, what caused me to leave my career as an insurance agent and to become full-time self-employed? What really was the heart of it? It was the EOTC, encouraging others through Christ. It, it, that's been the thread. EOTC has been the thread from the very beginning. It's the reason why I've done practically every major decision in my life. I want to be a source of encouragement to others through my connection with Christ. I I want to be this in the world. That's why, you know, leaving the insurance job so that I have all this free time was so that I could spend time answering questions from people who sincerely are struggling with how they see the world. And 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 yes, it was mindset related, but it was a lot of faith related stuff. So what happened was I I I made the transition in 2017 very successfully from podcast answer man to mindset answer man. I the profitability you know, if I think about per hour involved, exponentially went up. Uh, the, the work that I, as a matter of fact, I was worried. It's like, could, could I get paid to be the mindset answer man? Would people pay me for encouraging conversations around their mindset? And the answer is yes. And actually, they'd pay a whole lot more for it than uh, the technical answers to their, you know, buzzing noises or what cable do I need? You know, a lot of people out there can answer that for free or very low cost. It, it doesn't take a lot to know about those things, but this mindset stuff is 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 pretty deep, and there there's a lot that goes to it. But even deeper than that is the faith element. It is the identity element. It's the spirit ele- element, the soul element. 
And this is what I've noticed as I've been doing the Mindset Answer Man stuff, helping people as a business mentor, uh, a, a life transformation coach, helping people change their behaviors, their experiences here in the material world. I, I, I'm, I'm really good at that. I can tell you, I, I could give you testimonial after testimonial after testimonial in the hundreds of people who have doubled, tripled, quadrupled their income as a result of working with me. And, and they attribute that ability specifically to working with me. Matter of fact, let me uh, share with you. Uh, do I have this testimonial queued up? I'm going to try playing this and we'll see. And if not, I'll have to edit this out. And by the way, you, so 50K that I got offered, that was because of you, because I, I never would have taken the initiative so soon. And I believe that this opportunity would not have come to me without doing that. So thank you. You gave me $50,000, Cliff. Already the, the best investment for me. And my mastermind, I never would have asked for that much money. And two people are in. So that's another twelve grand. So that's $67,000. That's $67,000 I helped her create within the first 90 days of working together. $67,000 that never would have been pursued or existed had we not had one conversation. So I know that I can get these results. I, and, and I have, like I said, I have hundreds of testimonials just like this. So I, it, it, that's, that's not the, the point. But what I've witnessed over the last several years is that it's great. It's fun helping people achieve things. It's help, fun helping people learn the keys to success. It's fun to help teach people the process of how to set a goal, how to um, set out an action plan for to, the achievement of that goal, and to actually break through every obstacle that's in your way and all of this other stuff, and achieve one goal after another goal after another goal after another goal. It's been fun. It's exciting. And I love doing it. And it's incredibly profitable. So I'm at a new place in my life, though. The reality is, is that, okay, let me explain to you. There were a number of people over the years of all the time I spent as the podcast answer man, where people came to me and said, Cliff, I want to learn how to launch a podcast. Great. Sign up for my course. And they plop down $2,000 and, and they sign up for my course. And first question I ask, why do you want to create a podcast? And the number of people who had no idea how to answer that question. I just think it would be cool. Well, how will you know that you have succeeded by creating this podcast? Well, I guess if I just publish an episode for some people, it's like, and then of course, some people is like, well, gosh, I, I, I need this because, um, you know, I want to leave my soul sucking day job like you did, or I want to do this because I've been struggling in my business. And I think that this is going to be a way for me to connect and become a key person of influence. And it's going to help me uh, drastically increase the number of people who are aware of my products and services, and it's going to help me be more profitable and all of these other things. And what happened was throughout all of that coaching of the thousands of people I, I served in, as Podcast Answer Man, I was able to go to the very deepest levels of human connection with a small percentage of those clients. It was a, it was just enough to keep me fully engaged in my work. And some of my favorite clients in, in when it came to podcasting A to Z was the people who, some of my favorite clients were those who hired me to help them launch a podcast, but by the end of the four weeks, they chose not to publish an episode. They They actually discerned that creating a podcast for them wasn't, what they wanted. And in fact, the business that they were hoping to promote with that podcast was not the business that they wanted. And they they went off in a completely different direction than they would have ever dreamed was possible. 
You see, that's that, those were the things that really fired me up. Now, of course, there were those who uh, came to me and they wanted to launch a podcast and they had very surface level understanding of why they wanted to do it. And, and we got a little bit more clarity about how, who they are and what they want and, and how this can tie into some things. And, and we shifted the motivating factor to something that was a deeper foundational truth related to their authentic identity in this world. And they ended up having success well beyond what they dreamed of having previously. So I, it, but it only happened when I was able to go into really in-depth conversations. But there were some people who were like, listen, Cliff, I, did, I really don't want to talk about this stuff and that stuff. I just really want to get these technical things set up. I don't have a lot of time for this. You know, this, this chit chat stuff about the, you know, what is life really all about? And so, you know, and, and those conversations were the ones that just drained me of my energy. It's like, yeah, I can answer all your technical questions, but that, you know, that's not why I do what I do. And it's like, well, that's why I paid you for, that's not what they said, but it's, it's, it was the reality of, of my life for so long. And, and eventually it, it just, you know, I got so busy with so many requests for the technical that my, my, margin in life did not allow for me to get into those deeper connections with clients as the podcast answer man. Now, I will tell you that I had many people in my life that are incredibly successful business owners. They said, Cliff, don't don't throw this away. Go out, go hire some people, train them, teach them. And I'm like, listen, you don't understand. I I know that you think you have my best interest at heart, but what you don't have is a understanding of my heart. My heart does not want to manage a team. My heart does not want to manage this or that or any of these other things. My heart wants to completely see Podcast Answer Man as this is what got me to where I am today, to be incredibly thankful for it, but to be fully understanding of the fact that, hey, what got me to where I am is not what's going to take me to where I need to go next. I have a very clear picture in my heart of where I want to go next, and Podcast Answer Man is not something that I see on the horizon. And so that was difficult for some friends of mine to understand and wrap their minds around. They tried to convince me, and they they, they succeeded on some levels, and, and it got carried out a little bit longer than maybe it needed to, but that's okay. That was all a part of the discerning process, and I'm incredibly thankful for what I learned about myself through all of that. But now what I realize is, okay, so that I've, I've had this impact. What I've recognized is the number of people that are hiring me who are right around the same stage of life where I am. I don't talk about this a whole lot because I don't think about my age a whole lot, but I'm 49 years old. And I don't know why that shocks me because sometimes in my mind, I still see myself as like a 20-something-year-old guy. I, I, I don't know why my perception of who I am doesn't, doesn't really change that much. But I still, when I see, when I hear like, it's like, how old are you? And somebody says, I'm 54. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine being 54 years old. And to think that for me, that's only four and a half years away. I'm like, oh, yeah, wait a second. You're not a whole lot older than I am. I'm almost 50 myself. And But anyway, what I'm experiencing in this season of my life are the number of people who have hired me and who are my clients now and the people who are applying for my newest things today. My average clients tend to be somewhere close to where I am. I have many clients who are in their late 30s, early 40s, mid 40s. Most of my clients right around where I am, late 40s, early 50s. And I even have clients who are in their 60s and beyond. But a majority of them right around where I am. And and this is this place where we come to, and I'm sure you've heard the term before. And if not, I'll introduce you to it. It's called the mid life crisis the midlife crisis and the way that i have experienced it in the lives of my well first of all in my own life but even more so in the lives of of the people that i serve is it's more about an identity 
crisis. Who am I? Why am I here? Every single person that I work with as a coaching client, I, I, they, hire, they can hire me for anything that they want. But the first thing I'm going to ask them, who are you and why are you here? Because I just don't believe that anything that we put our mind to create in this world really has any meaning whatsoever if we don't have a good grounding and a foundation of understanding the answer to who are you and why are you here? You know, this identity and and what I've discovered is a lot of people have struggled with a false identity or an identity that they believe is who they are, but it's not. It's they're they've been living the last 30, 40, 50 years of their life, and in some cases 60, 70 years of their life, being what other people thought they should be. So their entire life is made up of what other people have told them they should be or what life is really all about. And about a year ago, I read this book. It's called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And I want to read to you from chapter one in this book. I'm going to read the first couple of pages here. This is from Don Miguel. He says this. What you are seeing and hearing right now is nothing but a dream. You are dreaming right now in this moment. You are dreaming with the brain awake. Dreaming is the main function of the mind. And the mind dreams 24 hours a day. It dreams when the brain is awake And it also dreams when the brain is asleep. The difference is that when the brain is awake, there is a material frame that makes us perceive things in a linear way. When we go to sleep, we don't have the frame. And the dream has the tendency to change constantly. Humans are dreaming all of the time. Before we were born, the humans before us created a big outside dream that we will call society's dream or the dream of the planet. The dream of the planet is a collective dream of billions of smaller personal dreams, which together create a dream of a family, a dream of a community, a dream of a city a dream of a country, and finally, a dream of the whole humanity. The dream of the planet includes all of society's rules, its beliefs, its laws, its religions, its different cultures and ways to be, its governments, schools, social events, and holidays. We are born with the capacity to learn how to dream, and the humans who live before us teach us how to dream the way society dreams. The outside dream has so many rules that when a new human is born, we hook the child's attention and introduce these rules into his or her mind. The outside dream uses mom and dad, the schools, and religion to teach us how to dream. Attention is the ability we have to discriminate and to focus only on that which we want to perceive. We can perceive millions of things simultaneously. But using our attention, we can hold whatever we want to perceive in the foreground of our mind. The adults around us hooked our attention and put information into our minds through repetition. That is the way we learned everything we know. By using our attention, we had learned a whole reality, a whole dream. We learned how to behave in society. 
what to believe and what not to believe. What is acceptable and what is not acceptable. What is good and what is bad. What is beautiful and what is ugly. What is right, what is wrong. And it was all there already. All that knowledge, all of those rules, all of those concepts about how to behave in the world was already there. When you were in school, you sat in a little chair and put your attention on what the teacher was teaching you. When you went to church, you put your attention on the priest or the minister and what he was telling you or she was telling you. It is the same dynamic with mom and dad, brothers and sisters. They were all trying to hook your attention. We also learn to hook the attention of other humans, and we develop a need for attention, which can become very competitive. Children compete for the attention of their parents, their teachers, their friends. Look at me. Look at what I'm doing. Hey, I'm here. The need for attention becomes very strong and continues into adulthood. The outside dream hooks our attention and teaches us what to believe beginning with the language that we speak. Language is the code for understanding and communication between humans. Every letter, every word in every language is an agreement. We call this page in a book. The word is page. The word page is an agreement that we understand. Once we understand the code, our attention is hooked and the energy is then transferred from one person to another. It was not your choice to speak English. You did not choose your religion or your moral values. They were already there before you were born. We never had the opportunity to choose what to believe and what not to believe. We never chose even the smallest of these agreements. We didn't even choose our own name. As children, we didn't have the opportunity to choose our beliefs, but we agreed with the information that was passed to us from the dream of the planet via other humans. The only way to store information is by agreement. The outside dream may hook our attention, but if we don't agree, we don't store that information. But as soon as we agree, we believe it. And this is called faith. To have faith is to believe unconditionally. That's how we learn as children. Children believe everything adults say. We agree with them, and our faith is so strong that the belief system controls our whole dream of life. We didn't choose these beliefs, and we may have rebelled against them, but we were not strong enough to win that rebellion. The result is surrender to the beliefs with our agreement. I call this process the domestication of humans. And through this domestication, we learn how to live and how to dream. In human domestication, the information from the outside dream is conveyed to the inside dream, creating our whole belief system. Now, this book goes on and on. And if you've not read the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, I highly encourage you to read the rest of this. The audio book, by the way, is only two and a half hours long. And you could probably read the entire book in just two hours. So what am I getting at here? What is this podcast all about? What am I talking about this next season of my life? Well, one of the things that I have been asking myself is I wonder if I can bring on some new clients who are interested specifically on working on their belief systems and especially about the area of their true identity. And this would be a very philosophical and faith-based and spiritual focus in coaching. This is even on the deeper level of mindset because I know for a fact, I've already proven I can be incredibly profitable with hi- with clients hiring me for mindset-related coaching, you know, how, how to achieve a mindset that helps me to live more posit- positively 
that helps me overcome obstacles and procrastination and create lasting change in my physical routines, in my work habits, and, and how can I overcome money issues? How can I get myself to wake up in the morning? How can I get myself to finish this book and get it published? I know I can do all of that stuff. But over these past several years, even as the mindset answer man, there's only been a percentage, a very small percentage, I'd say maybe, I'm just making this up off the top of my head, but maybe 15 to 20%. So maybe maybe two out of every 10 clients that have hired me over the last three and a half years, or four, I'm sorry, four and a half years, um, only about two out of 10 are willing to go into the deepest levels of a faith-based or philosophical identity basis kind of conversation. Who am I? Why am I here? What's life really all about? How do I experience peace, love, and joy? What, who is God? What is God? Am I, am I willing to explore things outside of what agreements that I made when I was a kid about what my doctrines are about God, what my beliefs are? And in the past three and a half years, I've been on a journey of exploring things that were, gosh, kind of scary to me at first. Uh, I've, I've been doing a deep dive in Hinduism, Buddhism, Jainism, Sikhism. So a lot of Eastern philosophy there. I've, I've been studying a lot of Taoism, Stoicism. Uh, then I've been studying people who are in all of the various different stuff in the New Age movement and New Thought movement. Um, and the, uh, some of the more esoteric and, and um, alternative early followings of Christianity uh, outside of, of what's the norm and what has been suppressed. And, and one thing that I can tell you is that I have not come to a ton of conclusions. I have different beliefs today that are vastly different from what I experienced you know, three and a half years ago. But those beliefs, I, I just consider them to be beliefs today. I am still going at everything with an open mind. And I have decided to come to a place where I have less and less conclusions and more, and, and, and I am comfortable with the fact that in everything that I learn, it opens up a myriad of new questions. The other thing that I've experienced through this is that, wow, there are some things that I had learned about Jesus's teachings that even in a decade of being a pastor in the Christian church and all the studies that got me to the place where I was able to be in that position, there were some teachings of Jesus that I really struggled with. It's like, I just don't see how it's possible for me to live that kind of life that Jesus talks about. And I certainly saw a lot of people within my faith tradition uh, struggling to exhibit it themselves. Not to say that there weren't some who did, uh, but the thing is, is that I was noticing there were many people outside of my faith tradition who did not have any of the agreements or beliefs about the teachings of Jesus at all, who were also exemplifying the 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 life that Jesus uh, promoted and and connection with God even. But it was just different language. And, and I was taught that, you know, those people were wrong and you need to stay away from that. And that's heresy and that's apostasy. And you're going to, there is a lot of fear and con- condemnation of all that stuff. And, and I got to tell you, I stayed away from it for almost all of my life. But eventually I, I just, I, I, you know, I, I just could not, stay away from it because my something within me and i believe it was my connection with god was try, saying hey i want you to know there's a bigger picture of of your connection with me beyond what you are aware of today and so i've been on this incredible journey and i've i've kind of hinted at it but i've been studying somewhere between 3 to 5 hours a day almost 7 days a week almost every week for the last three and a half years, studying this, experiencing this. I've hired coaches related to 
some of these things. I, studying some of the various different spiritual paths in this world that I was al- always taught was heresy. And what I've come to is I have a deeper connection and appreciation for Jesus than I'd ever had prior to this exploration. I still lean on Romans 8 chapter Romans chapter 8 verses 38 and 39 that there's neither height nor death, angel nor demon, no power or anything in all creation that can ever separate me from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus and and so I I lean heavily on that and I explore and test all of the spirits and and I got to tell you there's an incredible amount of depth of wisdom from ancient traditions beyond the one that I grew up in, and they really help round out and un- help me understand some of the things that Jesus taught that I just couldn't wrap my mind around with the belief and doctrine that says what these people say about this, this, and this are all wrong, and it's and it's heresy, and you should avoid it. And it's going to open you up to demonic this or that, and you're going to burn in hell forever. And uh, you're you, you must convince them that the Bible is the inerrant word of God, and and all of this other stuff. And and so I, I can tell you right now, I had I, my my life is vastly different. And and what really led me to this was, and, and it, this started in 2016. I was starting to experience peace, love, and joy every day of my life, regardless of what was going out on in my outside circumstances. Now, granted, things were going pretty well in my inside outside circumstances, but I even had some clients as I was talking to them about this major shift that was going on emotionally. And a lot of it had to do with the mindset-related stuff that I would had studied. You know, the, the, it's the mindset-related study and the, it was the, the psychology and the subconscious mind that helped me get into some deeper things about, you know, the psyche. And and then eventually I got down into, well, wait, what's underneath the psyche? What's underneath here? Who am I really? And and boy, when I when I went down the rabbit trail of philosophy, that's when things got really exciting. And it started to make is I just started oh ah okay. And thankfully i've i've had some experiences since then where i've had the opportunity to test that peace love and joy outside of external circumstances i've i've had some financial slowdowns it's mostly because of the distraction of how deep i've gone into some of these studies and you know it's like oh okay i've got a couple of calls here with some clients today i'm going to do those and then i'm going to spend you know maybe more than 3 to 5 hours today reading and studying and all this other stuff and uh, maybe a little marketing might have been good to put in there too, Cliff. But uh, I've I've had I've had some interesting financial roller coaster action that's happened, and you know what? I'm thankful for it because I had I had one or two significant dips where it didn't phase me at all. But then all of a sudden, I had a situation where you know th- there was a dip, and then our pup got sick and. I, it, it triggered some some programming, some agreements inside of me, some beliefs, and it's like, wow, I haven't experienced this in a while, and it lasted a couple of days, and I'm like, that's interesting, and then I, I journaled my way through it and got out of it, and it's like, oh, okay, duly noted, okay, that's interesting, and I thought that I had erased all of that stuff, and I went a couple more months, and then I had a couple, another thing, and it's like, okay, and it's like, okay, I weathered that, and then there was something that was, that happened, and it's like, oh, another triggered event here, but overall, I continue to learn and experience that, wow, I have Every day I seem to get more and more clarity about this, who am I, why am I here, what's life really all about? And this ties me back to that peace, love, and joy. And the reason why I bring all of this up is because I want to begin to offer a specific coaching opportunity just like I did years ago where it's like, listen, we're not going to be talking about how to launch your podcast, how to grow your podcast, how to expand your reach and all this other stuff, how to improve your communication in your podcast. Um, back then I said, I want to offer this. We're going to just talk about mindset. And back then it was like mindset, how to 
you know, change your eating patterns, how to how to get yourself to get the things done in your business that you need to get done so you can be more, more profitable, how to overcome your uh, money-related mindset issues and all this other stuff. And so I made that, that, that coaching offer a couple of years ago to test the waters. Would people hire me for this? Well, I'm, I want to make another offer here. It's going to be a $35 offer, and you can choose whether it's a three-month or a six-month program. So here's here's the first first of all it's $3500. If you choose to work with me for 3 months, that $3500 will get you two 90-minute calls per month for 3 months. Or for the same investment of $3500, you can get it for 6 months, you can get one 90-minute one-on-one session with me for 6 months. So it depends on how you feel about do I do I want to have a conversation for 90 minutes with Cliff every other week for for example or do I want to have a call with Cliff for you know every month for this $3500 investment. So you get to choose 3 months or 6 months but here's the here's the caveat. This is only available to somebody who wants to focus on the philosophical and spiritual side of life. Who am I? Who is God? Uh, what does it mean to experience oneness? You know, what is my soul identity? Um, what what does it mean to experience peace, love, and joy? And and here's what I have come to, and this is what I see over and over again. The, I told you about two out of every ten clients, we really get to the deepest level of their true identity and purpose. And they're able to understand, it's like, wow, okay, I can see that I've been caught up in this dream of the planet. I've been taught that success means achieving one new goal after another new goal after another new goal. I've been taught that success is building my business and seeing exponential growth or consistent growth year after year after year after year. I've been taught that um, success equals not being in debt. Success equals um, having a retirement account. Success equals getting to a place in my business where I never have to go to my business. I've been taught success equals this, 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 this. And you get the idea, right? And so what I've had is a number of clients who are incredibly successful, super high achievers, and yet, they're still filled with anxiety, fear, self-condemnation, self-criticism. They call themselves procrastinators. They, they worry about losing what they've built. They worry about not being able to build the next thing to the next high level. Um, but there's a, it's just this anxiety, fear, worry, and doubt. Anxiety, fear, worry doubt over and over again and when i and as, when i get into these coaching conversations oh what do you want to focus on today oh okay so i really need to figure out how i can achieve this next goal and and so just so you know if you ever tell me what you want to achieve don't be surprised if i ask you why do you want to achieve that and the number of times i hear well if i could get to here financially in my business then i finally wouldn't have to worry about money and I'm, I'm like, who told you that? <laughs> who told you that? Who told you if you got to $10,000 a month in your business, you'd not have to worry about money anymore? Who told you that if you could get to $15,000 a month, if you get to $35,000 a month, if you got to $83,000 a month, which by the way is your million dollars a year, uh, or is it 87? I can't remember. Anyway, who told you that when you get to a certain place, you won't have to worry about money anymore? First of all, who told you that you ever had to worry about money? See, that's a better question to ask. What? Where did you adopt the agreement and the belief that you ever had to worry about money? Now, I work, this, by the way, this faith thing here isn't just for Christians. And in fact, some Christians might have a very difficult challenge of working with me in this area, although I can, I can certainly stay within the Orthodox Christian doctrines that I'm very familiar with. I want you to know, just authentically and transparently, if you listen to my Encouraging Others Through Christ podcast, starting with, I think, episode 135, you'll see that I've strayed 
a bit outside of the lines of orthodox doctrine, personally, but I don't promote my beliefs as what you should believe. I just share what I'm currently experiencing and what I'm believing. So if you want to know what I've been experiencing, just some of it, check out EOTC podcast, which it's uh, encouraging others through Christ at encouragingotherschristchrist.com. But the question is, is you know, here's here's what I find. I'm having this conversation over and over again. If you can't experience peace, love, and joy while you're broke, while you're in debt, while you owe the IRS hundreds of thousands of dollars, if you cannot experience peace, love, and joy while you're broke, no amount of money is ever going to give you peace, love, and joy. Not long-term. It may give it to you for a couple of hours. It may give you it for a couple of days, maybe even a couple of weeks or months, but I can promise you I've I've been around this long enough to know that, that the peace, love, and joy from anything external just does not last. And so what I what I've been most successful with and what I most love to do is help people find that peace, love and joy within themselves so that they can and it's not so I can help people stop achieving and being high achievers. Uh, although I can tell you it might be nice to take a break for a little bit. You'll find that you'll struggle maybe like mo- many people do, not everyone, but most people struggle from withdrawal sim- symptoms. I mean, it, you would think that, you know, it, whatever you know of anybody who's ever tried to break an addiction, the withdrawal symptoms are real for high achievers. <laughs> Just ask them to take a week off <laughs> and not do anything, not check their email, leave their phone at home on date night. Um, leave, go, go away for the weekend. Don't take any technology with you. It, 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 withdrawal symptoms for high achievers is real. The thing is, my desire in this faith-based coaching is not to have people be, to avoid people from being achievers. The question is, is can I help you get to the place where you are creating this thing and the things in this world and and you are achieving incredible things out in this world based upon your purpose, your mission, and out of a sense of an abundance, never from a sense of what you lack. That's that's the biggest thing that I've seen people experience is so many people are achieving so, so many incredible things, and it and they are so celebrated by their achievements. Hustle, 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 hustle. And I don't think there's anything wrong with hustle except that if you're hustling because you feel like it's the hustling is going to get you to achieve something that's finally going to help you experience more peace in your life, experience more love in your life, more joy in your life, more abundance in your life. And I got to tell you all of those things, that's what I want to do through this coaching package that I want to offer. Is I want to help people understand that it's not the external things. I I, I have friends who, from COVID, um, have lost everything except for their peace, love, and joy. I I know some people whose businesses still haven't bounced back, and they they financially what they're experiencing in this world is it it would it would crush most people, but they they are rock solid in the foundation of their peace their love, their joy, their perception and perspective of the world. I know people who are in hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt to the federal government as a result of circumstances and situations. And some of them, maybe it was their result, and some of them, it was the results of somebody else's actions, but they're on the hook for them. And I I know people in, and I know lots of people in that situation, and I know some of them who are crushed by it, and some of them who are absolutely rock solid in their faith, their peace, their love, and their joy, and their abundance. There's, matter of fact, I, it, 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 anyway, I'm, I'm already over an hour, so I just want to say, if anything that I've been talking about is resonating with you, if you're a high achiever who achieves a great deal, but you still find yourself in a cycle of self-sabotage, you still find yourself in a cycle of uh, one success after another success after another success, 
to only to celebrate it for just a moment, but then to feel unworthy of that success or you feel that it's just not enough. I feel like I must be doing more. I have to do more, do more, be more. I've got to improve who I am. I'm not good enough. I, I need to improve all of this and all this other stuff. I'm just not happy with who I am. If if you have ever said to yourself more than once, if I could just fill in the blank, I'd experience more peace in my life. If I could just fill in the blank, I'd spend more time with God. If I could just fill in the blank, I'd spend more time with my wife and kids. If I could just fill in the blank, I'd be happier. I'd experience more joy. I'd you know if if I could just anything on the outside. I'd experience more margin in my life. If that's you and you'd be interested in working with me for either three months or six months, focused on the philosophical and spiritual view of this energy, of of this issue, finding all of that within yourself, manufacturing all of that within yourself so that you can finally go and achieve all the things you want to achieve, not because of what you think they'll give for you, but how you will give to the world through the abundance of who you are. If you would like to work with me, this is going to be limited. I'm only opening it up for 10 clients. And I'm putting this out on a holiday weekend, so we'll see if it takes me one or two weeks to fill this up. But if you are interested in this $3,500 coaching package, twice a month for three months, once a month for six months, 90-minute call each time. We will go in great depth on the philosophical and the spiritual side of what it means to be at peace from within, where nothing on the outside, doesn't matter what's going on in your bank account, what's going on in your physical health, what's going on with your relationship with any relative in your life, if you would like to to explore what it looks like to have peace, love, joy every day, regardless of what's happening on the outside, and from a faith perspective, a spiritual perspective, email me, cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. Just put faith coaching package in the subject line. Now, I would tell you to go over to my um, my website and fill out my work with me coaching application, but that's that has so much to do with you know where you are in your business and all this other stuff. But I I just want to I just want to just do this. This is just a test. I want to see if there are some people in this community who are interested. I I talked to my mastermind group about this. They said, Cliff, I think you'll find out that you'll. <laughs> Just, just like you found out that you would have more success with Mindset Answer Man than the technical podcasting stuff, I think you're going to find that people have been waiting for this offer. So here's the offer, $3,500. It's up to you, three months or six months. Um, it's available to the first 10 people that I think are a good fit for this type of coaching. Email me today, my email address, cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. Put faith-based coaching in the subject line, and uh, we'll chat. Until next time, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Mindset Answer Man.